Secret Podcast at Service of Change, where we challenge reality, question that which we've been taught in hopes of inspiring a new direction of thought to bring about change. I'm your host, Dennis Nappy II, with Service of Change, where you can read my book for free, I Am Human and We Are Not Who We Think We Are, just by going to serviceofchange.com slash I Am Human, enter your email address, and you will get instant access to read that book. A lot of stuff is going on in the world right now. The presidential election is over. Donald Trump is the president-elect. A major shock to so many in the world, including the mainstream media. I'm going to talk about that, tying into the theme of something I've been studying and discussing on this show, the electromagnetic field. I've come across patents designed, uh, patents for technology designed to manipulate the nervous system and influence human behavior. Was it at play during this election and right now with the chaos that seems to be unfolding. I'm going to jump into that shortly on in the show, so you're going to want to stay tuned. Uh, a lot to talk about tonight. It's just such such a tense time and such a sad time. Now, again, this is not going to be a depressing doom and gloom show. It's not a fear-mongering episode. I'm very big on, on pushing that, that that's not what this is about. I'm going to address some of the negativity going on, but I hope you're going to walk away with this show feeling empowered, having that that you have something you can do to help make a difference and to downright protect yourself peacefully from some of this negativity and things that are going on around us. As of the date of this recording, it's uh, November 10th. It's about 9 o'clock p.m. right now. I'll have this show coming out. It's Thursday night. I'm having this show come out every Saturday. So just in case anything else goes down in the next couple of days, you can kind of get a measurement as to where I am with the current information that I have right now. Uh, so, you know, Trump was elected, uh, you know, president-elect as of the 8th. Uh, yesterday on the 9th, that as I was going to sleep last night, I was hearing and seeing some of the uh, video of the protests going on. I want to say, I think 25 cities I read is last I read. And I came across an article that I want to touch on. Uh, and it's from uh, DailyMail.com. It's out of the UK. It's titled, Anti-Trump Protests Turn Violent. Cops clash with 6,000 strong crowd in Oakland and activists block roads in L.A. amid nationwide demonstrations that saw Madonna and Cher join 7,000 in, in, in NYC in New York City. Uh, I mean, this is, this is insane. We've got all these protests going on 
after a democratic election. Now, we can go back and forth and argue all day long, was this our true democratic election with the Electoral College and reports of voter fraud that we have going on there? And I'll be happy to entertain those ideas because I don't think that this is a true representation of democracy. But that's not what these protests are about. These protests are simply a result of anger over the election, uh, you know, the choice of Donald Trump. Now, whether you voted, whether you didn't vote, whether you voted for Trump, whether you voted for Hillary, you know, I, I just did a Facebook Live feed. You can check it out on my Facebook feed, uh, facebook.com slash truthseeker, T-R-U-T-H-S-E-I-K-E-R, where I really got into some of the, you know, some of these emotions that are running wild and how dangerous it is for us to be making these types of decisions, even to be putting out your frustrations on Facebook right now is very dangerous because you're contributing to an electronic wave that is growing and strength and spreading like an energetic virus. And if you've listened to my other shows, this is not a metaphor. This is something real. This is something scientifically measurable right now that I'm sure with the right equipment, we would be able to to detect that we can see with some of the research coming out of HeartMath that I'm constantly talking about that I talked about on my show called The Trump Effect that I did uh, several months ago. Um, I'm constantly referring you back to these shows because the information in there is good. If you, you know, it's relevant to what's happening right now. And forgive me if I'm all over the place, uh, but it's important. And with this negativity that we're seeing right now, I want to read a quote from Nietzsche, and I, I discussed this in my the live feed that I just did, but I'm going to bring it up again. And Nietzsche said, "Beware that when fighting monsters, you yourself do not become a monster. For when you gaze long enough into the abyss, the abyss also." gazes into you. Don't become what you're fighting. And that's what's happening right now. People are afraid and they're angry because they believe Donald Trump to be a racist and this horrible person. And what are they doing to protest that? They're doing horrible things. Violence is happening in these streets. And that is not the answer. You're becoming what you are fighting. Now, I did see a report. I haven't verified it yet that there's been people being bussed into some of these cities. We saw that in some of these primary campaigns and, and during the whole election process. Protesters were being bussed in by the other side. Now, we're in a very tense time. And again, I'm going to get through this and bring it into solutions here, but let me just get through this information. I'm not being negative and I'm not trying to spread fear. I'm trying to share some information here and what I want to make sure doesn't happen. And for those of you out there who are much more educated and smarter than me, please correct me. Please send me better information after you're, after you're done listening to the show through the Facebook feed or through an email at serviceofchange.com. But here's my concern is that we have protesters being bussed into a certain area to to incite a riot, to get people fired up. Uh, in some instances, this is causing violence. And we saw it with the Black Lives Matter protests. We're seeing it now with these political protests. And I'm afraid it's going to get worse. Now, what scares me is this. I remember when the, when, when the United Nations stepped in, in in Libya and they went after Gaddafi. What he was saying and what some of the people on the ground were saying was that these aren't 
our people. These aren't the people of Libya that are protesting. They were saying it was Al-Qaeda. They were saying that foreign people were there, were transported there to get people fired up, to fire at the government, to have the government fire back. Now, I wasn't there, but those of you out there, I'm sure, are much more better, are much better read on this. I'm seeing a parallel because why? We have the UN's eyes. We have UN observers, as I talked about last week, who are already observing what's going on with the Dakota Access Pipeline and the, and what's going on against the Sioux people and Native American people and the oil companies and the police departments and the military that's already there. So if we have the eyes of the UN and the world on the United States right now, that is not a good thing. So we need to choose our actions very carefully right now. So are you going to become the monster that you're trying to prevent? you may be opening up Pandora's box and inviting foreign troops to come into our country. Again, people that are better educated than me, please tell me how wrong I am. That's what, that's what I'm hoping. But those are my honest fears that, I, that I'm experiencing right now. Is that happening right now? No, it's not. Could it happen? Well, I think anything can happen at this point in the game. So I'm not going to tell you, go grab your guns. I'm not going to tell you, go start protesting and take a stand and be ready for war. What I'm going to tell you is there is a way to avoid that. And the first thing that you're going to need to do is to unplug. And you need to take a step back and you need to reflect on several things. Number one being yourself. Who are you and what are you feeling right now? You need to get in touch with what your feelings are, and then you need to ask yourself, why? Why are you having those feelings? It comes back to you. Why are you mad that Trump's in power if you're one of those people who's mad? Why are you mad about it? Is it because of one of his policies? Is it because of the racism that's surrounding it? Well, why does racism upset you? Have you had a bad experience? Is there something that's said that's triggering you? You need to keep asking yourself why until you get to the rawest point to your absolute trigger. Keep breaking it down. So it shouldn't be just, well, Trump's racist and I don't like him. Why don't you like him? What's that feeling invoking? What was your experience? What emotion in your life is that tied to? What does that making you think of? You need to get in touch with that and understand that's your trigger point. And then we need to find a solution to work around it. Okay. But we're seeing a major, I'm seeing major manipulation and now it's finally out in common threads for those of us who are new to the truth-seeking movement or those of us who have been truth-seeking for 10, 20, 30 years to our truth-seekers out there. We couldn't talk about some of this stuff publicly without getting picked on and called a conspiracy theorist. Well, now the secret's out just how deep the manipulation and the, the misreporting and the false reporting of the mainstream media is. That was blown wide open during this election. Now, was that intentional? I don't know, but I'm keeping an open mind to that. My point is, we have that attention right now. We have that platform. We've broken through that barrier. We have that level of understanding of we can't trust everything the media is doing. Why? Because the media was trying to manipulate the public to make a decision about their lives. They were trying to influence your choices and human behavior. And this has gone on for a very long time. I'm teaching a course right now. One of the courses I'm teaching is an American literature course. And we're covering the Middle Ages, literature coming out of the Middle Ages. And today we were going over a, a play, a short play. It was, it was a, an abridged version 
called Everyman. Uh, it's, a, it's a late 15th century English morality play. Uh, I'm reading a quote here. Called by death, every man can persuade none of his friends, beauty, kindred, worldly goods, to go with him, except good deeds. So this play goes through, and I'm not going to read the play to you, but this play goes through as, as a man is dying, and he realizes that his strength leaves him, beauty leaves him, discretion leaves him, uh, his five senses abandon him. They personified all of these. The only thing that stayed with him were his good deeds that he did in life. And why? Because his good deeds are what's going to keep him out of hell and to put him into heaven. And at the end, the angel comes to him and says, Come, beloved of Jesus, here above you shall go. And basically the moral of this, you hear, this is the moral, forsake pride, for he deceives you in the end. And remember beauty, five senses, strength, and discretion. They all abandon every man in the end. Everyone accepts his good deeds, but beware, if your good deeds are small before God, you will have no help at all. No excuse will be found there for every man. And we shall do then, what shall we do then? For after death, no man may make amends, and then even mercy and pity will forsake him if his reckoning is not clear when he comes. Now, I'm quoting this not to promote religion and God. My point in talking about this excerpt from this play is this was manipulation back then. This was the media. This was the entertainment. And the message behind this was you need to be right in the eyes of God. Very strong Christian values came through this writing. That's the majority of what they wrote about during these these you know these times. Because that was the reinforcement. Fear God. Be a God-fearing Christian. I'm not knocking religion right now, but I'm showing you there are countless examples. You know, my other course that we're teaching, we're covering the crucible right now, talking about Puritan America. America, how they were so big on all they talked about, all they were allowed to read about were things that were religious. They were very plain, but everything was about religion and how you're a sinner and you need to conform to religion. This is not a religious bashing thing. I went too long on this. My point is to show you there is a history of manipulation through whatever the media is of the day. We're seeing it today in the same way with the fear that's being put out. We're being uh, you know, told that if, if Trump's not elected, we're going to go to nuclear war with Russia and all the stuff that was coming out. Be afraid. Vote for this person or this is going to happen. Vote for, if you vote for Hillary, we're going to go to war. If you vote for Trump, you know, we're, we're going to have all these other wars pissing off all these other countries. The media is messing with your mind, but it goes deeper. I'm not even going to read the article that I that I pulled up about all these protests going on. I'm going to link to it in the show notes at serviceofchange.com. You get the idea. People are protesting, and there's all sorts of problems. Um, check it out in the show notes that you know at serviceofchange.com to to get if you want to get that scoop. I, I don't want to spread too much negativity, but this is important to set the stage for what I'm getting into right now. And this first, I was listening to a podcast uh, on my own. You know, uh, I'm still following the thread from a couple weeks ago where I was talking about the WikiLeaks and we got into the UFO, the disclosure from Podesta and from, uh, you know, Edward Mitchell. And it put me on a thread to Bill Cooper and Project Bluebeam where we were talking about a staged invasion and the technology that exists behind that. Go listen to those WikiLeaks shows. You'll understand what I'm talking about. But that's the thread I was going through. And I came across a, a YouTube video and they played a quote from an Alex Jones InfoWars broadcast from 2010. And he mentioned some technology very briefly that caught my attention. So I have to give credit to Alex Jones, as far as I can see, for breaking this story initially. 
I'm going to take it a step further because this ties into what I have been studying and researching. And if we remember back to my social coherence show and every time I've ever brought up the Institute of Heart Math and the training that I talked about that I had just a few weeks ago, in summary, go back and listen to those shows, but in summary, this is where you really need to pay attention. The human heart generates an electromagnetic field. That electromagnetic field carries information regarding human emotion. Now that field is transmitted to the world around us. We are interacting with that electronic soup constantly because it's everywhere. The sun emits one, the earth emits one, we emit one. I did a show about the sun, how it's impacting people's health, how it impacts people's moods and behavior. This field is out there and it's constantly influenced by natural forces. Now, in my show, my discussion interview with an empath with Jerry Bowles, we talked about how some people are more sensitive to this electromagnetic field. We are interacting with this field constantly. Research has now shown that we are transmitting our emotional data and we are receiving that emotional data. Whether we are aware of it or not, it has an impact on us. Now, some of us can detect it. We can walk into a room and say, I can feel the emotions in here. I feel it's now making me feel angry or stressed or sad or some people will get physical sensations of pain or happiness or love or joy or arousal. So many different feelings out there because it's just data. It's like a Wi-Fi internet that we are all plugged into or the matrix if you want to go and make that analogy. So we have this soup, this electronic juice that we're just walking through every single day. We're transmitting, receiving, transmitting, receiving. It's an electronic field. That field is what I've been saying can be identified and it can be hacked and it can be manipulated. If you manipulate that field, you are able to influence and manipulate human emotion. You can influence human emotion. You can influence human behavior. Now, this has been my my thesis, my driving line for a long time now, as long as you've been as I've been doing this show, it's what I've been talking about. So Alex Jones was talking about technology that has the ability to do this. I need to give credit where credit's due. I don't always agree with what the man says, but sometimes he has some really good intel that he comes out with. So I did my homework and I did a search through the United States Patent Office, the official government website, where you can pull patents on different types of technology. Now, I'm only scratching the surface tonight, but whatever you're doing, stop and listen, because this is important. This initially terrified me, but in the end, it gives me so much hope, and I want you to stay tuned and listen why. So this patent, it's patent number... 6,506,148. This is dated January 14th, 2003. And this was patented by a guy by the name of Hendricus G. Luce from Laguna Beach, California. Uh, and this was filed June 1st, 2001. Now, I googled this man's name and I got some really interesting stuff that came up. I, I've just started researching him. I, I'm not even going to get into him tonight. But I want to read this patent. The title of this patent, Nervous System Manipulation by Electromagnetic Fields from Monitors. Now, what have I been saying in all of my shows? This field can be manipulated. We are being manipulated. I'm going to get into the details of this patent because I have all the information right here. But let that sink in for a minute. 
how much of your emotions are your own? Are they exactly what you're feeling? Or are you being influenced throughout this entire election? Not only can the words that you hear through sound influence how you feel. The same as if you walk into a room and something smells bad, it's going to influence your mood because it smells bad and you want to get rid of it. Or if something smells good, it's going to have an impact on your mood and your behavior and the choices you make. Or if you see something that's visually appealing, that can have an impact on your mood. This is another sense. It's the sixth sense. It's real. Manipulation of this field can influence your mood. And it sounds so fantastic right now, but the more we can learn to understand this, the more we can accept it's something as common as the five senses we already deal with because every one of us has this. We just don't recognize it yet. And that's what I'm, that's the empowering piece. Once we can recognize that this is a part of our natural physiology that every single one of us has, we can learn to recognize when that field is being manipulated the same as when you walk into a room and something smells bad and you walk walk right out. It's the same time when you walk out and you see something that's pleasing to you and you walk closer to get a better look. That's an influence of behavior right there through your senses. That's what's happening here. It's actually quite simple. And that's what I, where I'm taking the fear away from this. This may sound like scary technology, but it's empowering because this is the proof that this sense exists. And it's being used against us right now because we're unaware of it. Let's make let's take that awareness. And I'm telling you from personal experience, the more I pay attention to this field, the more I learn to reach out and use it and experience it, the more I'm aware of the manipulation going on around me. I've been calm throughout this election and I've seen some very hurtful things that have been said indirectly about me, about people who make the same decisions as, as me. Just tonight, there was a, an, an issue, something that was said that was was pretty hurtful. Some people that were close to me got very upset. I'm not upset by it because I understand what's going on. I'm able to disconnect myself a little bit easier. I'm not saying I never get mad. Things are definitely going to piss me off. You know, uh, that, That's no secret. But I'm able to better navigate because now I'm aware of an extra sense that we all have and I'm able to use that. So let me get into this technology here. I'm only going to read parts of it. You can go. I'll have the links to this stuff in the show notes at serviceofchange.com. Please do your own research. Look, I, you know this and this patent alone lists, I think, a dozen other similar patents with similar but different technology that I want to go through and look at. And I'm asking that if you have the time, if you can do it, if you can give me a summary, find me the most important ones. Let's work together to understand this and let's see where this technology has gone. What is it being used for and where can we see it, reach it, touch it? Can we can we prove that this is actually picked up by maybe news stations? You understand why in a minute. But here's the abstract. Many computer monitors and TV tubes, when displaying pulsed, pulsed images, emit pulsed electromagnetic fields of sufficient amplitudes to cause such excitation. It is therefore possible to manipulate the nervous system of a subject by pulsing images displayed on a nearby computer monitor or TV set. So basically, they can create a pulse rate on your monitor or on your TV set that's going to influence your central nervous system. Simply by watching your TV or your computer, they can implant some form of program, which is very simple for them to design, that will have an effect on your behavior. 
let's go on. Uh, <clears throat> the background, again, I'm skipping through. The invention relates to the stimulation of the human nervous system by an electromagnetic field applied externally to the body. A direct electrical driving of the brain. It's described in U.S. patent numbers, and uh, I'm not going to read the whole number there. An apparatus for alleviating disruptions in circadian rhythm of a mammal in which an alternating electric field is applied across the head of the subject by two electrodes placed a short distance from the skin. So this is another patent that disrupts the circadian rhythm simply by running a, a small electro, uh, electromagnetic field through your brain. So what I'm saying is it's very easy to throw us off with a simple electromagnetic field because we have an electromagnetic component to our physiology. Uh, th this relaxation device uses motion, light, and sound as well as an alternating electronic field applied mainly to the head. Skipping ahead again, uh, certain cutaneous receptors may then be stimulated and they would provide a signal input into the brain along the natural pathways of afferent nerves. So what this is saying is it doesn't have to be on your head. They can put it somewhere else on your skin and it will find natural pathways through your nerves to get to your brain. Now this is important. This is this are the effects of this particular patent. Like I said, there's other patents out there. I haven't read all of them yet. But this particular patent, the observed effects include ptosis of the eyelids, relaxation, drowsiness, the feeling of pressure at a centered spot on the lower edge of the brow, seeing moving patterns of dark purple and greenish yellow with the eyes closed, a tonic smile, a tense feeling in the stomach, sudden loose stool, and sexual excitement depending on the precise frequency used in the skin area to which the field is applied. So, these are all the things that this specific patent is geared toward, but I'm sure, as my other research will show, this can in influence fear, it can influence anger, frustration, anxiety, I'm sure of it, that it can also put that stuff out there. So basically, simply by putting something on the TV that you won't even be aware of, they can influence your mood and your anger and your frustration. Now, everybody in, the, in America right now seems pretty pissed off, or at least a decent amount of us right now. And if you know anything about waves, and I only know a little bit, but when a wave resonates at the same frequency, at the same wavelength, and they hit other waves, they can amplify those waves and make them bigger. So on an energetic level, those of us who are angry and frustrated and doing something as simple as posting that on Facebook and someone else sees it, they are amplifying that negative wave that's pulsing through because distance does not matter with this stuff and quantum research will show that, that particles that are separated by thousands of miles are still reacting instantaneously as though they're still together. That's your quantum research. This is how this stuff all ties in. <clears throat> so, it, is found, it has been found that the resonance can be excited not only by externally applied pulse electronic fields, as discussed in at least four or five different patents, but also by pulsed magnetic fields, as described in these other patents, by weak heat pulses applied to the skin, as discussed in another patent, and by subliminal acoustic pulses, as described in another patent. So these are all the different ways that can influence your central nervous system. It's not just through the electronic field. It can be through the magnetic field. It can be through the auditory field. And, uh, you know, to my brother Mike Nappy, the musician, 
we're talking about getting him on uh, you know, in one of the upcoming shows to talk about the influence of sound and music over human behavior and human emotion. Okay, We're being influenced. It's nothing to be afraid of. Once we're aware of it, we can choose that level of influence that we have. Okay, Like I said before, sound influences, sight influences us. You know, the big one is chemicals. We know chemicals have an impact on human mood, human behavior. Anybody that drinks alcohol or takes drugs will tell you that. There's an influence on human behavior. This is the same thing, which is why it doesn't have to be scary. But we need to be aware of it because when we're not aware of it, it is very scary and we are being manipulated. And that, I believe, is why we are seeing so much chaos erupt right now. It may be intentional. It may not be intentional. But it is being manipulated in part by those of us that are spreading the negativity. I feel like I'm being very repetitive here, but this is important. I hope it's driving the point home. And I hope that a bare minimum that you're going to share this podcast and get this message out. Because, again, this is not New Age religious stuff. Please just send love and light and be beautiful. This is science. There's dozens of patents on this understanding of the human body. We, that's why my book is called I Am Human, and we are not who we think we are, because we're not. There's more to us, and we need to understand that. So the summary here, I want to read a couple more important points about this one. Computer monitors and TV monitors can be made to emit weak, low-frequency electromagnetic fields merely by pulsing the intensity of displayed images. Experiments have shown that one-half hertz sensory resonance can be excited in this manner in a subject near the monitor. The 2.4 hertz sensory resonance can also be excited in this fashion. Hence, a TV monitor or computer monitor can be used to manipulate the nervous system of nearby people. Again, I, I got this from a U.S. government patent, the U.S. government patent office. I got it from their website. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is actual technology. Skipping ahead, certain monitors can emit emit electromagnetic field pulses that excite a sensory resonance in a nearby subject through image pulses that are so weak as to be subliminal, hidden, secret. This is unfortunate since it opens a way for mischievous application of the invention, whereby people are exposed unknowingly to manipulation of their nervous systems for someone else's purposes. Such application would be unethical and is, of course, not advocated. It is mentioned here in order to alert the public to the possibility of covert abuse that may occur while being online or while watching TV, a video, or a DVD. And it goes through to describe how simply by using a program like like BASIC, which most Windows operating systems have, I think, for free, you can create these pulses to manipulate people's behavior, to manipulate their central nervous system. This could very well be embedded in the DVDs that you own, in the movies that we go see, in a news broadcast that we watch, on a Facebook feed, in a YouTube video. These phones could be a weapon. Now, we're so linked into these and addicted to these right now, I'm not going to say throw your phone away, but you need to be aware of this. And one of the keys is, if, and meditation strengthens this, and the heart math stuff, the heart math techniques, the mindfulness, the resonance that I've been talking about and the software that heart math offers, if you are aware of your own emotions, 
And if you understand these techniques to keep your emotions in check, I'm not saying never get mad. I'm not saying become like the movie Demolition Man and become some completely docile person who always sm- uh, smiles. Dennis Leary says, I've seen the future. Somebody listening to the ho- happy, you know, the jolly green giant throwing peanuts at himself. I forget exactly how he worded it, but he's much funnier than me. That's not what I'm saying. But if we can be aware of our emotions and we can detect when those emotions are being stimulated or escalated, whether it's an external means or an internal means, and we can put ourselves back in check or we can disengage until we can cooler heads can prevail, we can stop and solve a lot of these problems we're seeing. This is our greatest, I hate to use the term, weapon, our defensive weapon our offensive weapon because we can also send out the positivity and influence those around us simply by feeling happiness. That's all we have to do. It's not all we have to do, but it's one of the things we can do. It's a major defense for us where we can make a difference because we're going into some very tense times and the deck may seem to be stacked against us because when somebody says the deck is stacked against you and be afraid, be afraid, be afraid, it reinforces what you're already feeling and it compounds that energy and it puts it back out there and makes it even stronger. Be empowered from this podcast. Go to serviceofchange.com, look at the show notes, click on the links, do the research for yourself, and please share this on every feed you can get and encourage people to listen to it because it's important. This is who we are. I can say that with confidence now. When I first started my research, I thought I was researching something paranormal. Now I want to use the term supernatural, but in raw reality, I think this is just natural. It's a part of who we all are. I could go on forever. I've already gone a lot further than I wanted to, but something else I want to draw our attention to if my computer ever unfreezes because I have so many windows that are open right now. I pulled another patent real quick, and I'm just going to read the abstract. By exploiting the resonance phenomenon, these physiological effects can be brought about by very weak electrical field, electric fields produced by component battery-operated devices with very low current assumption. This the method and apparatus can be used by the general public as an aid to relaxation, sleep, or arousal, and clinically for the control and perhaps the treatment of tremors and seizures and disorders of the auton- autonomic nervous system, such as panic attacks. So this is another patent, five thousand seven hundred. I'm sorry, five million seven hundred eighty-two thousand eight hundred seventy-four. I'll have this link as well. So this can be used for something good. But this, this patent also goes into some of these devices can be handheld, a very small device. So in theory, somebody could walk out with something the size of a cell phone in one of these crowds and tune it to one of these frequencies and get somebody all riled up in a panic and walk around there. Now, this is me thinking ahead a little bit and using my imagination what I think this can do. If you're more scientifically minded and you think it's impossible, please tell me. But from what I just read... I don't see why this is not possible. I don't see why this might not be happening right now as it is. I don't see why this isn't happening every time we turn on our cell phone and see something that makes us upset. Something else. I covered this weeks ago, months ago. Uh, I found an article dated 19 February. Headphones that get you high on dopamine are tipped to go on sale next month. Now, these, I believe, are already on the market. I'm just reading an old article. I'm just going to read the beginning of it. I'll have the links in the show notes at serviceofchange.com. Headphones that stimulate the release of dopamine in your brain and reportedly make you feel high as hell have been invented by Florida-based tech company Nirvana and are set to go on sale as early as next month. Again, 
These are most likely already on the market. The headphones will pump music into your ears as normal, but at the same time, an integrated device will deliver a low-power electrical signal through your ear canal to stimulate the vagus nerve, a nerve that runs from the brainstem to the abdomen and plays a role in the release of dopamine, a neurotransmitter that helps control the brain's reward and pleasure centers. I'm not going to read this article any further. You can check out the whole thing in the show notes at servicetochange.com. My point is, let's read it again. Uh, at the same time, an integrated device will deliver a low-power electrical signal through your ear canal. The electrical signal is being used to influence human behavior, human mood, human emotion. It's there. It's on the market, but we're not aware of it. Become aware of it. Stop being manipulated. This should be an empowering podcast. I talked about scary stuff but we're breaking down a very good tool to helping us move through this. Yes, is there other stuff we can and should be doing? Absolutely. But can we minimize the collateral damage if we can encourage others to be aware of this sense and to take better control of our own emotions? Because right now, we are irresponsible with our emotional state because we don't understand that we're just throwing our garbage out there for everyone and we're feeding off of it right now. We are feeding off of our own energy and the energy of others and it's not in a good way let's feed off of love the hippies had the right idea they really did john lennon had the right idea it's it, you know it's a wonder why he was put down okay i've went a lot longer than i than i planned on going for this show but this is important stuff Please, I can't ask you enough, please share this episode. If you haven't shared any of my episodes, this is the one to share. Get it out there uh, before the panic gets any worse out there. We don't need the panic. We just need to pause and look at our own emotions and get in touch with who we really are. I kind of feel like Stuart Smalley. I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. But that's really, we really need to take better control of our emotions. I don't know how else to say it. All right, that's all the time I have for right now. Please continue to support the show. Um, you, you know, Go to uh, servicechange.com slash bookstore. There's a couple books up there that have been published through Service of Change. Your purchases will support the show uh, in the spirit of Veterans Day. You know, my, my military memoir is there as well. It tells a great story uh, you know, and exposes not just what it's like to be a soldier and a cop, but it also exposes what's going on in the educational system. So check that out at servicechange.com slash bookstore. You know, your, your purchases go to support this show and help keep me on the air and doing uh, what I'm doing to get this word out and hopefully empower those of us who are listening and paying attention tomorrow well by the time you listen this will be over uh, by the time the show is released but tomorrow is veterans day uh so to, to my veteran listeners out there to my fellow brother and sisters in arms um thank you so much for your service uh you know i love each and every one of you my favorite poem the end of my favorite poem by charles m province states it is the soldier who salutes the flag who serves beneath the flag and whose coffin is draped by the flag who allows the protester to burn the flag freedom isn't free and freedom takes great responsibility it's allowing people to do things we do not particularly care for as long as it doesn't infringe on our own sovereignty that's true freedom let's think about that as we reflect on the events over the past week on veterans day and on the future moving forward spider-man one of one of my favorite quotes from that movie with great power comes great responsibility 
we have a lot of power. I haven't even scratched the surface on what we can do with this electromagnetic field, this wireless internet that we exist within. The, the potential is fantastic. So again, that's all the time I have. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Please share. I'm Dennis Nappy II. This has been the Secret Podcast with Service of Change, where small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world. I encourage you to be that change. Never stop questioning and keep an open mind. Thank you. Seekers.